0: Welcome to Movie and Beer everybody, this is Dan bringing us down, and we have three awesome co-hosts and friends here hanging out with us for a wonderful Christmas movie because this is the beginning of the holiday season. Um, We we have with us today...
1: Uh, This is Aaron, I am your investment vehicle expert. This is Blake,
2: now I have a microphone. Ho, ho, ho.
3: And this is Brian, I'm your mid-90s terrorist expert. Well,
0: there is that. And so you may be wondering why we're experts in such bizarre things, and it's because we watched the wonderful film from a nineteen classic, a true classic. classic, Die Hard. Die Hard. Merry ho, Christmas, everyone. Yes, Merry Christmas, and classic Christmas. We we got. I, I we knew we were going to watch this, and I was like, I know of at least one beer that directly has to do with this, and it's the Yippie PA that's from Berlick, and so we definitely did that one to start. You gotta, and then in honor of the. Fake Japanese business that they're robbing. The building is the Nakatomi Plaza, which is in and of itself a character in the film because it is in every shot. Yeah. And it plays a valuable role because it drives the storyline because they're trying to break into it, right? right?
2: Only exceptions being the airport, Holly Gennaro's home, and the TV station.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty much there. So I, I have this uh, Japas. Um, so it, this is a. Sort of Japanese ale that is a sour yuzu, sour ale with yuzu. Yes. All right. So enough about the beer for now. John McClane, cultural icon,
2: classic, classic, John Die
0: hard There's classic there's, movie. I <laughs> classic action
3: movie. Mm-hmm. It has become a Christmas classic. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Is a cultural
1: touchstone, and and for our listeners, I'll just say. Of the four of us, I think I am the only one who has not seen this movie before I mean, tonight.
0: It's been on broadcast TV, it's been right. every it's everywhere. There's I,
3: I, Christmas ornaments. A gap in my cultural
0: experience. 1988
3: release. Right. Yes. It was the vehicle that launched Bruce Willis as a A-list Hollywood star. Mm-hmm. Before this, he had primarily been a TV star yeah. on uh, Moonlighting with Sybil Shepherd.
2: He was filming that while he did this movie. Wow. I just I just found some trivia. Like he was so exhausted from doing both, they were beefing up other people's roles to take work off of him. Wow. Otherwise, it probably would, would have been a lot more John McClane crawling around without any shoes.
1: But I think it works as kind of like an ensemble sort of like if oh, it was great. all John McClane all the time, that would feel like just another action movie. But yeah, the, this yeah, yeah, yeah. is like, you know, we got John, and then we got Al, and then we kind of got and and
0: yeah. Hans Booby. Aaron's right. booby. So for those that haven't seen this, like Aaron, the, the uh, four we're going to plot spoil the crap out of this because we're assuming... A film this old, you've already seen. They, they or, sell
2: or sp- advent calendars based on Hans Gruber being dropped. I think the spoilers are fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and So, <laughs> consider,
0: yeah, spoiler spoil, uh, alerts ahead. Spoil away. So, there's also the really other amazing thing was most recently for those that watch Rick and Morty, this season I think it was the second or the third episode of the season did an, a tribute to pulling a Jama, pulling a, a, a diehard or a John McClane, basically as go- part of the episode
2: i'm gonna pull my pop culture card here and say community did it first and better well, there's yeah. a whole paintball episode and there's a scene where Joe McHale, uh playing jeff winger walks in the office with the same pose as bruce willis drops his paintball gun pulls one from the duct tape on his back and shoots the dean oh, i want to watch aw. that now <laughs> it's i think you, could, you would be having just that episode it's i mean they also do a second one in a third and two D&D episodes. I love Community. I'm happy yes. with any episode that's got Alice Brie. All right. So, All of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so as we know, the, there's there's typically a, a, a story that goes along with, hey, the terrorists take over. The FBI shows up. They cut the power to the building. They do the rescue, but they're not really going to rescue them. They're going to shoot the guys on the top of the roof. And it's like Predictable.
2: Yeah. They're, they're playing the terrorist it's a, playbook. It's a terrorist playbook. But, and but even Bruce
0: Willis, that. John McClane is the man
3: inside. The yeah. the one thing the terrorists didn't plan on the fly in the ointment, as yeah. as they say,
2: the monkey your wrench, Hans. Yes, Hans. And He's and Aaron monkey. as a
3: as a, the one person who's seen this for the first time. What were your impressions? Yeah, I think I think it held up. Uh, I mean, con, you know, considering the age of the
1: movie. Um this this was as tense and, and and as exciting as like any action movie, I think like a contemporary action movie would be. E- even if some of the uh, the details might have changed. You know, y- we saw the um you know the 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 hero's daughter answered a home phone and like that probably wouldn't play out exactly the same way. You wouldn't right. say, Oh, McLean residence yeah. or whatever. Like th- you know, that that might have changed a little bit. Uh, bearer bonds. I have no idea how it was in 1988. That was before my career in in the financial services industry, but now it's kind of like a sketchy sort of skeezy second, you know, secondary world. Like, you know, bearer bonds are whoever has them in their physical possession, is isn't is entitled to all the rights for them. And so maybe in 1988, there were was more of that because it wasn't as digitized as it is today. But aside from those kind of nitpicks or details for how it might have changed, I thought this seemed fresh. It was fun to
3: watch. It, it, it was an action movie yeah. with a heart. It had yeah. a lot of it, a lot of well, humor baked in and, to the script.
1: And I will say too, between like the the, the two uh, between John and Al, the sort of rapport that they have, mm-hmm. just as kind of fellow cops who don't know each other really, but they, they but they tell.
3: understand each other. Yeah. There's
1: a there's a there's a connection there because
3: they understand. Kind, kind of the working class brotherhood, indeed. Of
1: cops. Yep, yep. but but I also saw too, like th- there is a couple of spots in this film where it's like there are people in leadership. leadership positions that are sort of disconnected or divorced from how things are
0: on the ground. You you, you think of like like the, John McLean and his wife?
1: Well no the, the, the I was divorce. thinking the electrical def- worker. De- and the deputy, no, I'm just saying sa- in the deputy for yeah. the cutting, deputy cutting power to the building. Sorry. He says yes. I can do this right here. And and his boss is saying you can't do this right here. And they're not listening to the actual technician yeah. who knows. They're listening to his boss that says, Well yeah, you can't do it. You gotta go downtown, you gotta get ten city blocks, to, you know, to cut power for this building. You you gotta do it from a centralized and the technician is like, I can do this from here. I can do this And they're not listening to him.
2: Same thing with the uh, yep. deputy chief, the uh, mm-hmm. the the guy in other several other '80s movies, walking up saying, "What do we got?" Al fills in. He's like, "You Yahoo! It could have been. It's probably one of the terrorists." Like, I don't All think right, it is. Right. Like, I have a feeling for it.
1: And that's the other great example. Yeah, yeah, there's kind of there's almost a class commentary in here. It seems to me of like the the working the working person, the person that's closest to the action, they know what's going on. And somebody that's two or three steps removed, two or three steps higher up, they don't.
2: Two or three steps without shoes on glass. Real Charging dangerous.
1: Yeah. Um, well, shoot I mean, the even, glass.
0: Even the guy, so they asked they asked the guy in charge of the company, what's the passcode to get into the safe? And he's like, How the hell am I supposed to know that? They know that in the headquarters in Japan. I don't know that. Right. And they shot him on the spot. And it's kind of like, yeah, they, they acknowledge that like trying to follow the script of how you think it's gonna go doesn't always work. Right. right? Do, do you think it as as a, a
3: movie in a time and place this was a reflection of what was going on in corporate America, the cubicalization of work in America in the mid '80s. The, there was a stratification, I think, of where you know
2: leadership
1: had a specialized skill set, and they they wouldn't be able to operationalize. Like if they didn't have their frontline staff, they wouldn't be able to do anything. They they wouldn't have known the software or the or the the process. Uh, that for sure. I was also thinking, though, too, kind of geopolitically, like nineteen eighty eight, the Berlin Wall was still up, and right. so we had Germans. We uh, and you know, and I was thinking, like, are these West Germans, and like, what what was that? What did that mean? What, what was the, this? What, brings
3: up a really interesting point. at At this point in movies, a lot of the bad guys are Euro. Had vaguely eastern european ties mm-hmm. the the villains in this were german mm-hmm. um primarily but af- they were they after seven seven eleven not Nine eleven, excuse me <laughs> i've had a couple of beers seven eleven was very refreshing nine yeah. eleven was af- after nine <laughs> eleven the the terrorists were all arabic yes Oh, yes. Yeah, dude. And yeah. Then, you can really, if you watch
2: Blockbuster, it's real clear. And
3: then more recently, it seems like the bad guys are tending more toward Mexican cartels. Yeah. Or vaguely Asian villains. Yep. I think yep, very yep. soon we're going to see Russians. We're going to see Russian I, bad I, guys.
0: I, I think the commies will be back. Right. You know, there, there is some of that in like John Wick and. But that's more mob oriented and not just terrorist. Yeah, bad guys, yeah, so. yeah. H- but H- he has but a wider swath of the generic bad, guys. bad guy. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. clearly mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. movie, it
3: was Germans. This is fascinating. Or yes, yeah, like ties to- in with <laughs> the, the you know East Germans uh-huh. and yeah, yeah. vaguely Eastern Bloc bad guys left right. over from the Cold War, from mm-hmm. you know the James what, Bond villains, communist type. satellites.
0: Right. Right.
2: Yeah. Wow. I liked when he jumped off the building and went boom. Sorry, we're getting too intellectual. I'm trying to drag us back oh, yeah. down to the common man. There were explosions. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, there were guns and they shot them. He, they he, did.
2: The fight scenes though, man, I I will be the first to complain if a scene has too many cuts in it for like a martial arts movie. A good martial arts movie has minimal cuts. So you can see the choreography. I would have liked a few more in this because it's pretty brutal. He's yeah. fighting that the first guy down the stairs and it looks like he broke his neck. It's mm-hmm. yeah, uh, all the right. fighting is real. I mean, there's a couple Pro- of like pranking shots yeah practical a lot a couple no, of like
3: no, no cg whatsoever no. Yeah. a couple of like
2: what chops with the kung yeah. fu here and there but there was still a lot of brutal hits they, some like, of the explosions is... were were uh
3: composite shots oh yeah 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 like layer layered images mm-hmm. but in practical models yeah, uh, yeah there yeah. was no cg at all in this film i think it's better for that honestly. oh absolutely yeah, yeah it gives authenticity to yeah the
0: film. yeah That's- so this was based off of a book, which I don't think any of us have read, out of uh, 1979, Nothing Lasts Forever. And it was adapted to the screenplay by Stephen D'Souza and Jeb Stewart. And I think they did a really good job in telling a really tight story. Mm-hmm. There's no empty scenes. Which every is a, Every scene has a purpose. Which yes. is
2: impressive, because they were writing the script up through the end of the filming. Like, they kept working on it throughout yeah.
0: the filming
1: that's usually a bad sign right like usually oh yeah
2: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> typically yeah but no that, I, I agree with dan like every scene like works you get to see like how scuzzy ellis is before he makes his infamous scene you get to the, the guy tells john about the shoes and he follows his advice, and they screwed half the movie because he's <laughs> around shoeless
0: yeah and there's a lot of um needless to say setting the tone for action films as far as how they're approached and, you know, not just who the villains are, but, you know, make it real more realistic and less fantasy Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of that that happens in Hollywood where they just, you know, it's a divergent on all special effects and there's no special effects. This is all practical. This is all physical Mm -hmm. effects. I don't think there's any blue screen or green screen other than the very end where Hans Gruber is falling. Where he, he lets think, go when he starts falling. Oh, right. I
2: think the v- also with the and vent in the, the elevator. I think any like the long drops. I think composites well,
1: yeah. probably blowing up the the top of the building. I would imagine. Well, the, but, you know, maybe a model. Say, I, 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 a model. I've got a model. I like villains that you can understand. Though, if
3: somebody's just evil for the sake of being evil, or
1: oh somebody, no, like, yeah, like, yeah. So he, this this Rickman br-
3: wasn't just a sadist. He right. wanted to rob a bank.
1: Yeah, oh, a yeah. good yeah. a great bad guy is
2: someone who thinks they're right.
1: And so y- yes, somebody who thinks that they're right by and, and you know through some logical fallacy or some kind of you know per- perversion of logic they, yeah. they end up doing something really you know evil mm-hmm. but you but you can you can understand how they got there that to me is the most compelling type of villain. I think it makes them more like understandable and more relatable. To me, that heightens the tension because then you also kind of wonder, well, is the hero gonna try and redeem this villain or are they, they gonna, gonna try and defeat them? this
0: villain? Are they gonna join the so villain? Luke, so how does, I am your father. So how does it's like, the That's the, not possible drop? When when <laughs> Ellis goes in to try to negotiate, because you know, everyone wants to negotiate. What are you looking for here? Right? Booby. And it's like, I would have shot him right then and there. I wouldn't even let him sit down. But, you know, hey, he played the, him to but see what yeah, he Yeah, the way Gruber out.
2: works, he, he, you know, plays along until he gets what he needs, and then he'll... Uh, tie off that loose thread but
1: gruber was also then played too because john gave him an unloaded gun correct god what a good scene that was Spoiler. and i didn't see that coming no, what, i did what, not see that what, coming. once he say
2: uh-oh surprise or whatever yeah. uh-huh. it delighted me that you th- got so much joy out of that aaron because that's such a good i had the same reaction i saw like oh
3: no right because oh,
1: uh, uh, it's uh, the, the movie completely sets the viewer up to think like Oh no, our hero has made a horrible mistake. How is this going to come back and, you know, and damage him? Uh, How is it going to come back and defeat him? And then Bill it's like, Clay. and then no, you think like he, he thought three steps ahead. And so,
0: so the guy who wrote the book, the novel, was a cop. And so ah. that's why I think a lot of the perspective, because it's told from McLean's perspective. And apparently it t-
2: apparently, it takes place over three days originally. But yeah. the script he wanted to pack out all that. In the trivia, it says he wants to have it happen one evening like a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. Like oh, what yeah a, Shakespearean. What a, what a touch tone. <laughs> yeah. Alas, poor... Yorick. Uh, no, what was the first guy's name? Not Carl. Well, alas, poor Carl. Hung him on a chain. Yeah,
0: That's yeah, yeah. And so this was actually pitched when they were trying to make money as Rambo in an office building. <laughs> i I mean they reference uh, rambo they do they do and as i mentioned there's also uh predator came out the year before the scene towards the end where john's walking through the little puddle of water the little waterfall thing Mm. that i was like dude that looks like predator that's like oh that's why it feels familiar yeah and it's even they they talk about that like they they tried to pull some of the action film genre scenes that's so cool that were
1: recent let me ask you guys. Like, com- compared to Die Hard's contemporaries, like, do you think this movie has aged better than Predator, or what? Like, was Alien about
3: the same time?
1: Like Alien, other, other, aliens. I'd like, diff- argue
2: our aliens a different enough genre. It's a different genre, it's, but it's same. But it was different. was well, it released late eighties? Okay, seventy right? nine. Uh, I think
3: Under Siege with Steven Seagal was about the same era. Yeah, I would say this is a far better film. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wouldn't. Waste my time watching Under Siege at yeah, this correct. point. Well, so that. yes, I would oh. say it holds up.
2: I'll have to rewatch Rambo. I, I mean, feel like Rambo is pretty forward with its like anti-war well, t- sentiment. First Blood,
3: First Blood, I would say holds up. Rambo, I would say doesn't. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
3: But, but the you know the problem with sequels is they they see the money flash mm-hmm. and yeah. then they're trying to just uphold the it's, series it's right. tough to, if it, they're right. not trying to make a good movie again it, it's tough
2: well, to. well if they are it's still tough to do a good sequel right There's not a lot of, like spider-man 2 i'd argue is the best of the reami spider-man movies but it's that's rare. Well, yeah. it,
1: it, it's on uh, because a lot of the world building's already done. A lot of the audience
2: is already built in.
1: But then you have to try and like scaffold around a story that's going to make sense.
2: Don't tell the same thing twice. Exactly. But enough familiar but elements.
1: If, if I can ask the, the follow up question, then like, what's the the secret sauce? What's the magic that makes Die Hard still so compelling when
0: some of the other movies aren't? I'd argue uh, the from, from hero
2: being relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: it's written from from an, and as his perspective yeah. as a person he, who's in a weird situation. And yeah. He's just trying to make the best of. What's in front yeah, of like he, he's out
1: of his depth, and you can relate to and, him because and and we would also be out of kind depth. Kind of an yes.
3: un- understandable situation. He's he's on a long separation from wife and mm-hmm. kids. He he really would l- he misses the the loss of his family. Yeah, and uh, he's he's coming home for Christmas.
2: No, he's going somewhere else for Christmas. He lives in well, New York. He's
3: yeah. coming to where his family and wife yeah his is, is. wife right yeah live. So he's in a new element to to. to to try one last time to see if he can figure out how to make it work, and reconnect, yeah. and yeah, and suddenly a bunch of goddamn terrorists get in the way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <So, laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so he's got to save himself,
2: save his wife, to prove himself. Try to keep as many hostages alive because he's a cop. He got
3: to be a cop. because He wants he's to, to got stop bad got guys.
2: Duty. He's a working
3: class uh-huh. guy. He's a hero.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Should I the, should I amuse ourselves and read the list of a list actors. This was offered to who yes, all please. turned it down. Okay, so sure. you just Wikipedia the film and you'll find the stuff: Sylvester Stallone, really, Richard Gere, Clint Eastwood, <laughs> Harrison Ford, <clears throat> Burt Reynolds, <clears throat> Nick Nolte, Mel Gibson, Don Johnson, who would have been good in the role. Richard Dean Anderson who would have been good in the role. Paul Newman. James Cohn, Al Pacino, and wow. Arnold Schwarzenegger—they literally went through the I'd whole list. Everybody, I could see
2: half of those guys being pretty good. Hey, oh, okay. Arnold hey, hey.
0: only turned it down because he was making twins. He had already promised to make that, and he's like, oh, oh I'd this do comedy.
1: This would have been a different movie with Arnold, and I don't think yeah. I would have liked yeah. it as much. Yeah. Well, honestly. that goes—that
2: goes, that goes to what I like but, about this character. He's a guy. He's not some superhero that never right. gets hurt. I mean, and he's a guy with pipes, though. Like no, but I'm saying like he well, slices his foot open, and has to but, repair it. Like, but newer <laughs> movies, they get busted up. But
3: Arnold is. Is is so wooden as an actor. He'd never carry off yeah. the, the comedic element of this film, yeah. which makes this film kind of endearing. Or
1: the, the the emotional connection between his kids and his wife, or
3: yeah. like how is he going to relate to Al?
1: You know, his his brother in arms there.
2: Even yeah. though every eighties Arnold movie, they give him the most American name, and it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Hello, I'm John Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and, I'm Richard Stomp. And, and
3: and, okay, it's incredible. And the in film where all the bad guys have a German accent. Yeah, an Austrian would not <laughs> work <laughs> as the hero.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I'm one of the good Germans. <laughs> so yeah, there's
0: there's some really interesting production notes about um, John McTierman. the, Tierman? the Tierman? writer Tierman? Yeah, director the director. Yeah. yeah, he he had some interesting background on trying to get like Bruce Willis and the the female lead. Um, Bonnie Bedelia, something like that. She plays the 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 yeah Bonnie Bedelia, sort of ex wife. I don't know we her don't really from anything know. else. Uh, like I don't
1: recognize her. I think she
2: shows up in a couple of the other diehards. I okay. haven't really followed her career.
1: Okay, yeah. Anyway, I mean Rickman is good as a uh, as oh a, he, kind of a, he's a German thief. This Play. was very oh, yeah. early in his career, right? Also. He I wanna really young. Say, right? I want to
2: say his first like film thing, right? Uh, yeah, I've always been a fan of everything yeah. Rickman does, I, I've enjoyed. She was well, in over 30 films.
0: So, wh- well, that, that's that, not crazy, man. That's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's fine. I still don't recognize her. Like, that's she she was in Die Hard 2. Uh, mm. Anything more recent? Uh, she was in Sorted Lives.
1: Ooh, okay. Which is mm. great.
0: So, she's kind of off the radar, but still in a lot of good stuff.
1: I mean, there are plenty of people with very successful
0: careers that I know nothing about. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's yeah. common to uh, my ignorance. She, she as was much in as her a lot career. of different TV Series as well, Well, so I I applaud her because she was really good in it. I think she held up the vice president role where she's like, she's like, "Well, you killed my boss. I'm in charge now. I got to handle this, and I don't want to be around you, but this is what we need." Uh, Yeah, the the
1: the acceptance of responsibility, but with uh, some reservation, emotional reservation. She pulled that off really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do we know like so? uh, Just glancing at the wiki, you know, there's uh, information on how much money it made, and then also there's a section for. Uh, what is
0: what is delicately called critical reassessment? Do we know how this landed initially? Like- it landed like a log. It was not exce- it was not received well. The People uh, didn't have even the posters didn't even have Bruce Willis on. Yeah, them yeah. The, the, <laughs> they they
2: were worried that non Willis fans wouldn't go see it because he's in it. Yeah. The the first actual posters were just the building exploding. Yeah. That's really which, sad. Which is weird after uh not to reference nine eleven again, but you don't see that in production anymore. You don't see that as an advertisement. Oh, because n- you couldn't in yeah. now because nine eleven there's th- bunch there's of still movie-
1: a national trauma. Okay, so It'd yeah, be like showing yeah. an aircraft carrier in like Honolulu Bay. It, yeah. So yeah, this was this exactly. was filmed
0: between November eighty seven and March eighty eight. And it had be about a thirty-five million dollar budget, five of which went to Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis alone. which was controversial at the time. I, yes, because they're like that's major movie star, and you're not. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. It it grossed over one hundred and forty million in the theaters on its first run. Yeah, so wow. they more than made their money back. So it, it, didn't, it was and successful. and they've been playing
3: hopefully. it ever since. Oh it's, yeah, no, it's become
0: a cult class. Well, yeah.
2: well Lots of just a classic. On that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. yeah, it's
0: really good. I, I don't know, from a filmmaking standpoint, sound sound editing design, lighting uh, they obviously steady cam on some of the shots. Like obviously on a tripod on some, and some were handheld, I thought. It looked like there was a couple scenes Th- that were, were handheld. A few that looked a little shaky, yeah. A little shaky cam stuff, but yeah,
3: to, to kind of make you feel off balance like the characters.
2: Well, I know the the scene where Han and and uh John meet in, for in person for the first time, and Han thinks he has a drop on him. I'm the scared. camera did a, a a Dutch angle for both guys; like it tilted just ever so slightly. Like, Ooh, right. that's nice. Yeah, you,
0: kind of
3: the characters are a little off balance. Mm-hmm. They they're trying to figure each other out. Mm-hmm. The audience know who each other is, but they don't.
0: Again, we mentioned. That there's really only like five different sets that are taking place. I mean, obviously more sets from the inside of the building. Mm-hmm. And those are oh, sta- yeah, yeah. probably standalone sets. And as you, you mentioned, it was like, is that like the the uh, backdrop from Johnny Carson, Carson tonight T- to Yeah, so, <laughs> <window>? so some <laughs> of the backgrounds out the
3: window looked <clears throat> very fake. Like a sound stage, like yeah, something painted. On the other hand, uh yeah, you know, I lived in LA for a while and there were some shots. From a building out to the streets that were definitely recognizable as L.A. Yeah. So there were real shots. Nice. Well, so speaking
1: speaking of sighting, I, I almost want to contrast this. There was a movie called Phone Booth from the early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, I saw Phone Booth. I liked it. I hated that movie. I, I, I hated it because here's a whole hour and a half that's set in one phone booth. And how do you keep 90 minutes of interest when the, all the action is set in one phone booth, the answer is you don't. Like I, I almost walked out of the movie. I didn't. <laughs> oh no, but I this, didn't see it in a theater. I saw it at home. <laughs> but this movie, all the action is in one building and not just a phone booth. And and like the the building seems so central to the
0: story. The building is the main character. I uh, keep telling people that, and they don't well, want to believe me. I'm and like, so, no, it
1: is. So uh, Dan, I want to say, like, <laughs> what what makes the building? Uh, for you like so
0: important that you would you would say it's like a character in the movie and not just the, the setting it drives the plot they have to break into the building, and the, the, vault. building the vault and the yeah. building prevents them from doing that and then, so they have th- to the overcome build, it
3: the building for 1998 was high tech yes 88. It, it, like 88, 1988. 1988. Even more high tech. Touch screen. It, to get yeah, in it, and give it a looks very okay. dated to us, oh but in 1988, this was very high tech. Very fancy. But the, but the high mm-hmm. tech was part of keeping the, the vault locked. Yeah. And also, it was kind of the twist of the downfall of the vault. Mm. They, they
2: used. That's so good.
3: Uh, not to plot spoil, but they no used. All right, they turned off the electricity, and that broke the last of seven locks on this mm-hmm. vault. Mm-hmm.
2: Meanwhile, Agent Johnson and Agent Johnson are walking away like the cat that caught the canary. Just, ooh, we got oh, this We, we got, got this. nailed down. Because we then, got the playbook. Uh-huh, and, then uh-huh. they,
0: and then they were in the helicopter when the top exploded. And God. guess what happened yeah. to them?
2: They, uh, I guess we need to get more FBI guys. You're toast. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> so something it makes like it makes sense. Like you couldn't set Die Hard in in something that wasn't a building like that. Like y- you know you couldn't put it into an airport and have the same.
0: That's the second Die Hard. <laughs>
2: I thought you were doing a bit when you said that because yeah. Dan told you. No,
0: the second die hard takes place no, in an airport. I, actually, I think I said it because the intro, but it wasn't it as good. good. It wasn't as good. It wasn't, it wasn't as good. So my the point aer- stands. The third the, one's in they, the
2: car, and the fourth one's in DC. The yeah. airport
0: wasn't the, the character, <laughs> the main character, and I think that's why it fell short. Because yeah. you rely, they rely so heavily upon the environment. The elevator shafts, help, the ventilation help. shafts. Well, There's and, glass everywhere. He's going to cut his feet. And it drives the characters to do what they do.
3: And right. everybody's location in the building. Argyle, yeah. he was locked in the parking structure. Uh-huh. Al was just outside. Just, just, outside. Was, right. just outside. Right. And John, then, John, John McClain was the only one that had kind of freedom of movement t- between floor while well, him and the the, the bad guys. Henchmen. Yes. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. I just realized it'd be amazing if this was a. Uh, the first film adaptation of the Donkey Kong game where Mario has to go up and down the uh, girders.
0: <laughs> that's funny.
2: That, that's why uh, Hans tells him, Get my barrels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's, you know, and you, you think about there were multiple alternative, uh, I guess you would say, points at which he had to make a decision to how to break in. He was either going to blow it if they couldn't get past the last lock, or hey, magically. The police are going to shut the power off, and none of the other guys knew that. And that's a smart guy who's in charge of the bad guys because yep, yep, yep. he doesn't. He well, doesn't want everybody to know the plan. Don't tell the whole plan. Don't tell the whole plan yeah. to
1: anybody else because then they all still need you. Correct. He won't be double crossed by any of his team. Correct. The other clever thing though that I thought was like when when the the police negotiator, well yeah. actually it was like the deputy deputy uh, chief of police uh, chief of police that showed up. He he listed off these like four different political groups that he wanted free, like across the globe, uh, like
2: across the globe, North Ireland, and, uh, Saigon, I think, uh, no, or Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, Lanka North Ireland, uh, and two others. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But it was just a smokescreen because to to keep his true objective obscured of just stealing these bearer bonds of six hundred forty million
0: dollars. I'm gonna actually look there up. They were hundred thousand dollars a piece. So what? how many pieces of paper is that if they're hundred thousand a piece to six hundred forty million?
2: Welcome to the math portion of Vivian and <laughs> no, There's a lot. I was actually going to do a uh, inflation calculator between
3: 1980.
0: And today. See uh, how yeah, much yeah, it is It's $18. only
3: six thousand
0: pieces of paper. And six. So how many's in a ream? And they're a little bit bigger than a piece. I'm just like, could they have carried that out in like four duffel bags? Four duffel maybe. bags, because yeah. that's really all they had. They had like four. Well, five let's guys. see.
3: One pack of uh, copy paper is it's five hundred sheets. Yeah. yeah. So a box. <laughs> Yeah, is like 17. This is 18, hell. Eight, eight. I love that we're talking about this.
0: <laughs> I want to we're die. It down. I, <laughs> I love it. Keep, keep it real, man. Keep it real.
2: Yeah, I really want to keep a movie about. <laughs> Welcome uh, to Math Nerds and a Beer, guys. I'm not drunk enough for this. Map. No, this <laughs> is important.
0: This is okay. It's no, really I mean, not. So that, what is $640 million in 1988 dollars worth? Hold, hold on Divide up, by hold on. we're, we're While so, he
2: does the math, uh, one of my favorite pieces of trivia is when uh, Gruber gets dropped at the end of the movie. Uh, they were told Alan Rickman, we're going to count down from three and then drop you. They dropped him at two, so the surprise. look on his face is, is real. He's genuine, because sort of. he did like, drop like 20, 30 crap. feet onto it, like the set you know, yeah. cushioning, Yeah, but he a, was like, a, what? Inflatable bag, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, so
1: in 1988, $640 million is in 2022, $1 billion. Six hundred and twelve thousand, two hundred and thirty-seven thousand dollars. Just for context, four million dollars means you never need to work again. You make one hundred thousand dollars a year on interest income. So that is
0: a, a shit ton of money.
1: A lot of money. Uh, apologies if you
0: have to uh, edit out our language no. there, but like, That's oh my good. god, <laughs> what's driving the characters is really well written. I think that because it was written by a cop and it's kind of adapted. He understands the criminal's mindset versus just some rando because it's like I, I again it's like the leader is keeping everybody in control by only giving them very specific roles and things to do. And but and the police too, he understands yes. the police because yep. he is one. Yep. yep, I think that
1: authenticity helps a lot. I think it helps it a lot.
2: I bet, I bet, especially with the uh, when Al reveals that he shot that kid and just had trouble pulling a gun again because I, I can't imagine shooting somebody that, that on purpose real. or in an accident. Never I, was like, I would, authentic. I would never. I wouldn't be able to sleep again.
0: Yeah, I know. And yeah. I did mention, you know, like shoot first, ask questions later, and then everyone just goes back to what they're doing. I was kind of like, oh, that's Me, LAPD. It's a little real. It's <laughs> <That's> a little <laughs> real. <laughs> oh, at the end of the movie, when uh, ha, uh is it uh, uh Klaus that uh, Klaus comes Klaus out? Back? A, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah who
1: yeah.
0: was hanging but didn't hang, which is apparently didn't die. It takes like five seconds to hang by. You know it must be really strong neck. Yeah. Ooh. well
1: I'll say like overall like this is like nine out of ten I'll give it a thumbs up I would watch oh. this again I, I nice. would actually for having never seen it somehow this gap in my education I'm glad to have watched it with you guys tonight uh, yeah, you yeah. know both this this occasion and, and and you guys individually
0: this is a good movie so we had we had a couple of interesting beers. We um, did. We're gonna transition over to that now. Uh, the first Fresh one. from
2: Nakatomi Brewing.
0: Yes. <laughs> I've never had these beers, guys. I'm glad to have drunk these yes. beers with you. I, the first <laughs> one I've this first one I've had before, but I sought out because I knew that it existed, and it has it's called Yippie Kai PA. Yippie Kai. Which is Yippie Kai A is the catchphrase he says twice. Catchphrase.
1: Roy Rogers.
0: Yes. Yep. And the it's got the teddy bear. Got it's the got, got the glass. Ornaments. It's got shotgun yep. shells. It's got a. tape. It's like Christmas a dude puts beer. A, and, and the uh, it's the, got
1: a shirt. There, there oh, is dude. a wife beater here in the center. Oh yeah, um, fun fun fact,
2: blood stained. Fun oh, fact yeah. about the 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 undershirt costume department had like twenty different ones in various levels of degradation for him nice. to wear throughout the. So it wasn't just one.
0: And there's Argyle here. Yes, the, it says Argyle. What? His his little card that has call me on my phone in the car. Ooh, it's fancy. 555-2014. And I don't know if that's the actual number or not. But no, anyway.
2: well, 555 is a TV number, so that yeah. you can't call anything.
0: I,
1: I do like the, the, like the broken Christmas ornaments to for me. and the shotgun yeah. shells and the Zippo.
0: Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. yep. This is from Barelook Brewing, which is here in Portland. They have numerous locations. Uh, this is uh, IPA with Centennial... Cascade, Simcoe, and Chernobyl Hops. And and I quote, Come out to the coast, we get together, have a few laughs. Come out to the coast, and we'll get together and have a few laughs, as John, John McLean says. And they have it all hiding in a duct <laughs> on the label. It's just like, okay, so they really are calling out the film they are. as a holiday beer and a holiday. And I think this IPA, be it really, it's 7.2%. It doesn't say how many IBUs it has, but it is really, doesn't it? A uh, really piney citrus, just like, ooh. It's kind of in your face. And I think the film kind of starts a little slow and then really hits you in the face when the terrorists kind of, I don't know, start doing what they're doing. What do you guys Shoot, think? Shooting people. Shooting people.
2: I feel like it matched with the movie pretty well. Yeah. I, th- I think it synced up. Uh, when As it got warmer, it didn't quite as much... Sink up like it did when it was colder
0: (laughs) yeah and it's a tall boy so it did take a little we were sipping and we did two beers and so i was like oh you gotta drink this for 45 minutes to an hour it's like oh yeah it's a long long little get warm on you but overall i mean aaron you're the non-ipa drinker you're not really into hoppiness i i I, well
1: i i like high ipas but i feel like they're so overrepresented in terms of like there's so many other beer styles out there yeah that can be difficult to find because they get crowded out by like the fourth option of an IPA on a menu somewhere. Like, yeah. do we need four choices if there isn't a like a, a Czech Pilsner, like, or something else? Yeah, you know. And,
0: and and Brian's the same. He he's also not much of an IPA hoppy drinker. But this one, I think,
3: you know, this one was good. It mm-hmm. it matched the film. It did. I mean, it, I would say it's not a really super complex beer. No. But that went okay with the film. I mean, the film at its at its base is an entertaining film.
0: Indeed, and so it's a good good beer to this, drink. This would be a perfect beer for him to drink while he was in. Trying to save people because it would give him. He's saying instead of,
2: instead of the uh, the the European cigarettes. Yes. He, he works his way through. They smoke. And and like it, I was saying, I'm
0: like, dude, there's like smoking everywhere. Maybe, maybe the yeah. That, instead of the that may date the Ellis. film yeah, more yeah, than yeah. anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, it was all smoking. the cigarettes. Was like, he wasn't smoking on the plane, but as soon as he got off, he lit up. And as he was in the car, he lit up. And he was, and was in a stressful
1: situation,
0: of course. Yeah, he had all that big bear. Got to relax. So, so would this be good fuel for a vigilante? Is this vigilante beer? That's kind of what it is. It's a heavy. Of, it's 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 justice fuel. Justice just fuel. As, as, yeah. All right, yeah. there we go. I mean, uh, so Blake, your your any thoughts on this one? Because you, you,
2: you, I like you, it. You like it. I would not? drink it while jumping off the top of a building with a fire hose wrapped
0: around my waist and, only and have somehow a, not
2: break in half
0: and not have a my only a minor flesh wound on your foot. Yeah, he was and bandaged by right then, I think. His, yeah, no, he, <laughs> he, he gets cut up. pretty he, bad. he had to
2: dig the glass out of his foot and then put a wrap yeah. around it.
0: Definitely. All right. But that just
1: makes him more manly and attractive.
2: It does. It's just current movies. Everyone that gets like beat the hell, get in a car accident, and just walk away. Yeah. uh, He's not walking away. He's limping away. He's limping. He he was looking pretty rough. Which I think helps the movie. I think that makes him more compelling. But we have another beer.
0: Yes, we do. If Um, he
2: he drank this with his foot cut, he'd get drunk faster because there's less blood in his body.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Science. There you go. It makes sense. All right. So, Brian, any, any other thoughts on that IPA? No, yeah, I mean, good? Uh,
3: of the two, it was my my favorite for the film. Preference on it?
0: All right. Yeah. So moving on to the second one, it's a Sawa Yuzu Sour Ale from Japas Ceraveria, which is, it's a long story short, it's a Japanese beer made originally by a company in Brazil that has two female brewers, and then they contracted a company in Chicago to make it for them here in the States and distribute it here in the States, which it is out here on the West Coast. It it actually came out about a year and a half ago, maybe.
2: You could say they're the Holly Generos of Brewing.
0: This is they've they've kind of put themselves on the map because their beers are really clean. They they do different things with Yuzu lemons, a lot of different variations mm-hmm. with this. And I mentioned to the guys, I'm like, so this is like 4.7%. It's a really light, refreshing beer. It's almost a, mm-hmm. almost a summer beer. Right. And I was like, well, you we need something light for the end of the movie because there's so much action and stuff, and I don't want to be distracted, and right. it's kind of tart, and the movie gets kind of tart because people get shot up.
1: Well, it's also a nice balance because, you know, the first beer was very hoppy. Mm-hmm. This one is just very crisp. It's got a lot of that citrus from the, the yuzu. Uh, I, I think it's really nicely balanced. I like sours altogether. Uh, so th- this is a, this is, I think a, a, a nice beer. Actually, I preferred between the two, I think I might be in the minority, but I think I preferred this one.
0: So this does have hints of lemon, mandarin, orange, and grapefruit. As mm-hmm. far as the flavor profile, as it warms up, it's not as lemon forward, right? It's really sharp lemon acidic on the front when you when it's cold, but as it warms up, you get those other flavor profiles mm-hmm. and then. Uh, from what I've read and the notes that I have, it it has Amarillo and Cascade hops as the dry hopping on the back, which helps give it that bite. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're going to get some aromatics that will help it. Oh, it's beer. When you first open it up and drink it, it doesn't taste like beer, right. it, Not yes. really at all, right. right? But as it warms up, it does, and that's yeah, the dry hopping.
3: it it really was kind of more like a fruit, like a fruit juice with uh, soda water. Like when maybe, we first opened it
1: yeah maybe like a, like a dutch fruit beer or you know some kind of uh, yeah something something like yeah. That. Yeah, yeah something like that
3: um it was good i would say that i really felt it was more of a summer beer but it was very refreshing right which doesn't go with a christmas movie
1: you're you're, you're right but mm-hmm. in southern california there's no season correct right? <laughs> That's, but that was we're, one of the we're watching
3: here in portland my friend yeah i know
0: but point well taken to so so i looked at different there were we so these beers were basically you can find them where we purchased them at uh, John's John's Marketplace in Southeast, and it's a big beer store, big package shop. They've they've got wine and beer.
1: The largest beer store
0: in Oregon. They by have square footage. Uh, by square footage, the one in Southwest has I think more square footage and more beer. Mm. The one in Southeast has better cooler variety. Mm. Um, not as big, but I think the variety they offer is a little bit better because thought- they have a lot of domestic stuff in, in coolers. I domestic m- meaning not, not 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 micro. Or, or I thought you meant regular. the Multnomah Village one, the Southwest version. Oh, yeah, uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. there's one on Southeast Powell. Okay. And that's the one that we happened to... It's We were on that end of town, and we went down there. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, maybe. my God. It's
2: a math conversation again. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> this for is for so any, inside baseball. <laughs> but for any Portland <laughs> listeners, if you haven't
0: been to John's Marketplace, it's worth the trip. And Southwest. And so, again preferable, find something in the cooler, don't buy it off the shelf, you don't know how long it's been sitting there at room temp. And Unless the German terrorists
2: have already stolen it, saying yeah. they're there for the money. Yeah. Correct.
0: Bearer bonds. Bearer bonds. Well, they bearer say they're there bonds.
2: for the money, but then they go steal all the beer. All That's how right. they get you.
0: So, so, Blake, what were your thoughts on this very interesting sour? Because you're not really a sour fan very
2: much. Not really. I don't think it went with the movie at all. Personally. All right. I feel like <laughs> Anytime I get anything sour, I always think it goes better with something animated, something like uh, with brighter colors. This was a pretty. There were there were colors, but it was mostly like a bright red blood splash, and then dirt. Or, an, or an explosion, <laughs> or an explosion, uh, and then dirt and gray. And I I kind of wish I'd done two of the. If you kay in a row, but then I wouldn't be as coherent as I am. Correct. He said moments before so, he lost his train of yeah.
1: thought. Do you want to watch like Dragon Ball Z with this or Inuyasha? Ooh, yeah, let's like... watch Dragon
2: Ball Z right
3: now. <laughs> I, I, I love would, Dead Zone. I would watch this with like an Italian countryside movie, like Stealing Beauty or mm. Under the Tuscan Sun. Kind of a romantic, Warm, drama. romantic drama. All right, no, no, yeah. that's
0: cool. I mean, so again, there were I thought other you meant like La Ventura. I was the first. <laughs> <There> <laughs> oh, were... <my>. okay. <laughs> There were other imported actual Japanese beers, but I was like, you know what? I want to drink something that's just going to be because okay, so we're pretending we're in a Japanese office building that's not really real. And the, so I it's mean, kind of, it, it is real. It's long. just
2: Fox Studios like building.
0: Yeah. Is yeah. You know, so you know, I mean, I, I it's a studios building. <laughs> there were multiple reasons for me to pick this beer. So you, I've had it before. You know, a, interesting.
3: Twentieth really Century Fox Studios is in Century City. Yes, it is. That's what Century in 20, in 20th, oh, Century. 20th Century Fox is named oh. Century City Century City after.
0: City. City. There's an
2: episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where they're in L.A. and they see the building. I thought, well, that's kind of a funny thing they made up. Not ever thinking they'd look it up and see if it's real. Yeah, so <laughs> that makes sense if
3: this is a 20th Century Fox film. Yes. That this happened... That's crazy.
2: Two blocks away. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's, that's right,
0: right what yeah. you know. They they, yeah.
2: they they wanted to shoot the buildings. They could go all out on the stunts. So just yeah, go, you I, know, We'll just prepare
0: it. I'm kind of saddened that our, our electrician friend wasn't there to say, okay, what happens if you use a chainsaw and cut across all these electrical wires Darn. and phone lines? <laughs> it was like, oh, he cut all the – no, he didn't know those were phone lines. I mean, yeah, there were computer lines. And stuff. And I was like, yeah, no, you would get zapped, dude. Yeah. <laughs> is
1: this is this one of the
0: first uh, uh, like heist films that has a hacker as part of the team? I don't know. That would be a good trivia thing to look up. But um, it I does mean, have it does have computers and it has people hacking the computer. You
1: think of like the Italian Job. Like there wasn't like the original, there wasn't a hacker. Or, yeah, absolutely like, not. Hey, but it's but no. this one, the hacker was a central like a, a critical part of the team. Yes, he couldn't be replaced. The henchmen, yeah, you got six of them. That's fine. Hans and Klaus and whoever else. But like the hacker,
3: well, actually, not Hans. He was the big boss. But he, the hacker he was, the was the also board. the safe cracker. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that led into the high tech nature of this building. Yeah.
1: That's interesting, though. Uh, I, I think. The where we were technologically in 1988, I think. Right. You know, well, that that
3: fits. The yeah. first personal Mac came out in '84, so this was not very far after. Yeah, yeah. and there's a lot computers of computers gone a I long mean, way. So
0: if you if you remember in Star Wars how everything's big buttons and blinky and like the Mandalorian or Andor which just came out, mm-hmm. all of the computer paneling and everything is really low tech looking, really analog mm-hmm. with big buttons that have colors. This also had that, like the guy the the guy at the front desk had a whole panel of just square lit buttons. I was like, what do those do? Because dude, you just you're just watching things. You're not controlling anything from there. Lock elevator number two. No, you you had to go inside to where the computer was Mm. that was running everything. Because the during when the hackers came, when the guy came in and was shutting stuff down, he wasn't at the front desk. He was inside. So I'm like, what does all this stuff do? But that—that that was just one tenant in this building. I'm
1: assuming there were, you know, 40 different well, there businesses. Well, a—it's
0: ho- a hotel and and, and, and office. office park. Where yeah. the hell are the residents for the hotel? I'm like, where yeah, are they checking in? They had it? a terrible night. They
1: want you their money back. That, yeah. They had the first 12 floors down to the from the ground level on. I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're, just on, they're just banging on the ceiling like will you shut up i'm trying to sleep <laughs> yeah they're gonna call hotel security about the noise well then
0: where why did he have to? all right yeah no that's yeah. a little plot hole thing but
2: anyway. you know what i think the hacker would have enjoyed this uh this yuzu drink a lot he seems like a sour beer kind of guy yeah right. he does walks in yelling about a uh, magic johnson uh hits it from the three point dude shoots him score like what a way to enter a building just all uh, braggadocious and loud what is argyle's drink uh, Argyle drinks Hennessy, baby. Come
0: he, on, He was drinking Hennessy. He here drinks the good stuff. He, he had the Top little Litaker bottles that were in the wet bar yeah, in the right, backseat. He's working his way through. That's he's, right. like, mm. he's like, pouring you himself have to drive the a the limousine
2: ice. later, sir. <laughs> I'm going to charge this to John.
0: <laughs> Yo. Right, uh, I, I wanna love see, I want to see that spinoff because you mentioned that. I want to see that spin-off. Oh, I've got ideas
2: for like nine different spinoffs and a Rocky Horror Treatment. We're going to make this work, boys. You're throwing
0: shoes and pizza and things at the
2: swinging Swing school. and shoe. Every time you see John's shoes, you're going to see his feet. swing shoes in the air. Uh, I think I was telling Brian for the big explosion, flashlights just going off. <laughs> That's funny. We'll figure it out. All right, I'll make a million dollars. And <laughs> so my
1: my last question. Yes,
2: forty-two. East East Coast versus
1: West Coast. Yes, New York cop LAPD.
2: Oh, New York all day, baby.
1: Well, yeah, so are. like the uh, one New, New York's York- a character.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean we
0: talked about that. Earlier. love I'm you, sorry. Dan. <laughs> All right so
1: but I mean is there in, is there anything to that? Is this film any sort of commentary on East Coast versus West Coast? Like it
2: sure shows to be uh, one New York cop does a lot more than the entire LAPD more
0: effectively. yeah, he's kicking your butt out there. yeah, but I mean, is it also like except, uh, except for Al Al's
2: pretty
1: cool. following protocol or kind of just doing what's right in the moment to be
0: effective? Yeah shoot first ask questions later.
2: I'm not sure if the, I don't is there a protocol for cops for hostage situations? Well, yeah, I assume. Yes, are. Absolutely. Or, yeah. Do we know what it is? Does anyone yeah. know are we friends with cops? No, because Google are it. terrible.
1: It's gonna be Google it's gonna be on Google. You can Google that. So that is that world.
2: where they learned it when they yeah. <laughs> signed up? Or or during web search, not <laughs> a Google I, web I'm, search. I'm sure or. the film
3: Negotiator has a, <laughs> has a slightly <laughs> ne- next time for moving
2: to beer, we're gonna watch all of Law and Order. Stay tuned.
0: All <laughs> twenty years of it. <laughs> What beer matches best with episode four, season two?
2: What beer matches up best with the (laughs) bum-bum?
0: Any other thoughts on this before we shut it down? Because we've been talking for like... Ever. I like the Yuzu a lot. I like the Yuzu a lot. I think maybe... Watch this film. It's a classic. If you
1: haven't seen it, it's definitely worth it. Uh, I will say the uh, Yippee Kai PA probably matches the movie better, but... Uh, both beers and the movie recommended from me. Right I, I That's fair. They're both they're both great, right and the, and the movie holds up. Definitely worth the time.
0: Right
2: on. Yeah, don't watch the
1: other diehards Never unless you unless you're
2: really into Bruce Willis and then like seeing his kids as adults and stuff. It's okay. I
1: don't know, watch yeah. Sixth Sense instead if they're that bad. Oh, there j- you go. So. Yeah,
2: or Fifth Element. Yeah. Fifth oh, Element. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, uh but yeah, I, I I already said I like the I prefer the PA to the the Uzu, but I. Honestly, I think most drinks would go with this movie. It's just a fun movie to watch.
0: Find something you like.
2: Yeah. Watch your, watch your friends. Yeah. Watch it's it's a good time friends. alone, but it's really fun with friends. Yeah. Okay.
0: So kid appropriate, yay or nay? God, no. There's, there's I, I mean, I'll say yay yeah,
2: because I don't have kids. I don't care. It's I think there's nah, a couple nah, of booby uh, scenes uh, well, this,
0: and a lot of violence and some bad language. And some bad language. Ellis <laughs> yeah. doing cocaine. The whole, the whole movie <laughs> is, is a it, tense situation. Not, it's it, a rated R film,
3: it's not extremely violent. Well, not not a lot of blood.
2: They'd also so, get bored with just like all the the mind games.
0: Teenager. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe, but any yeah. younger than that, not so much. So yeah. not necessarily a family night film, right? Unless you're family. Unless you're watching it on TV where they've cut all that out. Uh, adult, adult children. It's a twenty minute movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is literally like huh. you can see like the hour version of it. This is like an hour but and a half long. And they
1: I, w- it I will high. say I was surprised by the R rating and not like PG thirteen. Like to me, it seems mm, like it's a bit, the, it's a bit light for R. They say the yeah. F
2: word a lot. That you, you can only say it once in PG thirteen. Any more than that, it gets to bump to R. What, yeah.
1: what that's so arbitrary though. Like yeah. once is okay. Yeah, it's but almost more like twice. it's all made up
2: by uh, a bunch of uh, puritanical psychos. It's weird, huh? Uh-huh, yeah. I'm very mad about it. Um, <laughs> right, you become p- Mr. Falcon. That's the TV line of you become hey mother. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, Brian, wow. any, any last thoughts on this one? Before no, we they, think
3: these yokels have covered it. Right.
2: So, I didn't see a sidewalk until I was <laughs> seven years old. <laughs>
3: I didn't see a street lot
2: until I was twelve. I'm not Come joking. I, oh, wait, really? i Where I grew up, there's all like ditches and stuff. I we got went to Alexandria oh for a trip, and I told my mom, "Mom, what are those things? It's a sidewalk." I, I what? I'm sorry, I made fun of it.
1: your
0: people there with that. Yeah, <laughs> no, do it. We're, uh, a, we're a bunch of yokels
2: and hicks. It's fine.
0: I'm not a yokel or a hick. I apologize. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, at least Blake was smart enough to get some water. Because <laughs> if you don't hydrate,
2: if you don't hydrate, Mister McLean, you'll dehydrate. Hard, hard ho, hard. yeah. Ho. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and you know, as always, all the opinions expressed of this recording are those of the hosts. And we want to thank you all for hanging out and and listening to this episode and enjoying this really good holiday film. There are a few people out there who are anti holiday film. There's room for everybody in the Kitty pool as they say and you should be able to watch this with you know your loved ones and enjoy it and enjoy a good alcoholic beverage if you can all right i think we're done
1: well yeah and to all thanks for listening and good gris- christmas cheer holiday cheer to you yes happy old.
2: holidays this is brian signing off this is blake saying stay tuned for the next holiday movie
1: well, now Blake's looking at me, but I already said my last thing. I was this looking Aaron, at everyone. Uh, <laughs> you
2: just looked away when I looked at everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. All right. The well, episode. this is it's Aaron. a pan, Aaron.
0: <laughs> thanks for listening again. Panning on radio podcast. There we go. There know. we go. All right. So, thanks again, everybody. This is Dan signing out. Take care, and we'll catch you on the next episode.
3: Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow.